0: Freshword with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Freshword. Today, let's talk about what I call Christian posture, a particular posture that you must take as you start the year, as you look ahead, as you approach the future. The Bible asks us as Christians to have different ways of looking at life. For instance, you know, when you go to the book of Ephesians, it talked about uh, we are seated with Christ in chapter two. The book of Ephesians it said we are seated together with Christ in the heavenly places. So there's a place of sitting posture for a Christian to take. He also told us in chapter four that we should walk in certain ways, walk in our holy calling, and so there's a walk in a Christian life. Then chapter six t- tells us to be. Standing is there to stand against all the wires of the evil one. So there is a place of sitting as a Christian, spiritually. There's a place of walking as a believer. Remember Paul said that we walk by faith, not by sight. Chapter 5, verse 7, 2 Corinthians. He said you should stand against all the wires be strong in the Lord, stand against. So, but let's talk about one particular posture that we should learn to take. And let's go to chapter 40, book of Isaiah verse 31. So, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Notice that word, they shall run they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So God expects a believer, and those who wait on him, to run in life. You see, there is a difference between walking and running. In walking, your speed is not fast or quite high. You just stroll through, you walk through, you go at a normal pace. But when you run, your body engages in a faster speed. You thrust ahead, you move ahead, you gain momentum and speed. You run. And God expects us to run in life. That's why he wants us to wait on him so that we will not be weary as we run, and we will not walk as we faint. That is a pace of walking. That's also the style of running. As a believer, we need to walk. But, you know, we need to run. For instance, a car runs. A plane runs in the air. You have to gain speed to go far in a faster way. You know, if you are going from Africa to America, you can just walk down. You can just sit down. You're going to have to enter into a plane that runs. Like jets. Take off like a speed. Yeah. So, running is a vital aspect of the Christian life. And we must learn to run. This running, how do we do it well? Particularly when it's to do with the future. We just can't think running just means pick up physically and start running all over the place. Of course, there's a place for that where you have to run if you're an athlete. But what does it mean in the realm of the spirit to run and to get things done in life? I believe that when you run, you have a faster pace to life. Running has to do with more accomplishment. Walk has to do with more of lifestyle. And sitting has to do with more of authority. And then, of course, stand has to do more of resistance against evil. I'll take it again. Standing has to do with resistance against evil. Seated with Christ in the heavenly places means that we have authority. And then to walk is like a, a lifestyle. But running has to do with accomplishment. And then when you run, you get things accomplished and we can get the job done. Praise the Lord. Now, how do you run? Let's talk about that for a few minutes. What are the things about running? Do you get running done? How do you go about accomplishing things? The very first thing is this you have to run to the battle, you have to run to the opposition. Well, that sounds strange. Usually when we run to when we get to Battle, or when we get to opposition, or some enemy, or some roadblocks, or some barriers, we kind of slow down our pace. We want to just watch how things will go. But let's look at David when Goliath, you know, came to him, and then David went to go and meet Goliath, and they were talking. Goliath was descending, was speaking down on David, but David didn't carry a lot of weapons. Goliath did. But there's something that David did when he got to that battle line. Let's look at chapter 17, 1 Samuel verse 48. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David. Now listen, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Wow! He ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. You know, you can't really achieve much in life if you dodge, slow down and back off because of opposition, roadblocks, and barriers. There are going to be barriers. There are going to be opposition. There are going to be roadblocks on your way to destiny, on your way to glory, on your way to fruitfulness. But what do you do? Just don't slow down your pace. Take off with speed and run toward the opposition, run toward the roadblocks, and run toward the barriers. You know, David said, by my God, I leap over a wall by my God, I run through a troop in some meeting. That you must learn to do. You just can't be looking at the factors against you and count them and think about them and don't do anything about them. You're going to have to get up run toward the position and knock it down. Praise God. You have to take offensive in Jesus' name. So this year, take the offensive. Whatever will come against you this year, don't just kind of Hide somewhere and wait till things to clear. Go clear it. Go clear the roadblocks. You are God's bulldozer. Praise God. Get it done. God said, you are my battle axe and my weapons of war. You are my battle axe and my weapons of war. So you run to the battle. And just like David ran toward Goliath. You know, the next verse is, verse 49, verse 17. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out his stone and he slung it. And struck the Philistine in his forehead, so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. You know, he didn't bring out his stone first. He started running. He was gaining momentum. He was gaining momentum. Then he put his hands while he was running into his bag, and then pulled out this thing. And as he was running, he was swinging. He was taking the thing and he was swinging that sling. And the, and and with that speed, you know, the speed of David plus the speed of the stone combined together with God's power knocked down Goliath. So, number one, run toward opposition. Don't back off from the enemy. When you have roadblocks, when you have struggles, don't lie down, don't lay low, get up and win. Praise God. What else do we run for? Let's look at chapter 12, of the book of Hebrews, verse 1. It said, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Glory to God. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. You see, as a person, God has a race for you he has a plan for your life he has a series of things for you to accomplish and that race you have to run it you have to run it with endurance that simply means it's not a hundred dash; it's a marathon so you keep running with endurance with persistence with steadfastness with not giving up he said before you It's before you from now to the future To eternity, I start running. What's God asking you to do? Don't hang around, wait, delay, and waste your time. Get up. Start seeing the race before you. You know when you run as an athlete, they have a path marked out for you? You take off on it. You start running. The more you run, the more you cover. The more ground you cover. Now you may ask me, how do you run with patience? I said before you, verse 2, Hebrews 12, says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You see, any runner looks forward, looks ahead, and looks toward the finishing line. Your finishing line is Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords. So learn to run. Learn to step out. Learn to go. Learn to adopt the strategy of looking permanently unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus, always listening, always watching out. Oh, isn't that beautiful? To know that Jesus is always there and he wants to carry you on, he wants to show you what to do, he wants to show you how to live your life. Every day you wake up, you look up to Jesus to see what to do with your life. This is vitally important. Oh, glory to God. You need to look up and look up to him And as you do that, life takes off a new beginning for you. Glory to Jesus. I said, glory to Jesus. This is what we need to do with our life and run ahead. Oh, glory to Jesus. Run with patience, the race that is set before you. Don't look back. Jesus said, anybody who says unto the plow and keeps looking back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Let's get fit for the kingdom of God. Let's run ahead. You know, like the psalmist said, he said, As the armed maiden look up to their mistress, and as the servant look up to their master, so we look up to you, God. Our hope is in you. So you look up to Jesus and run. Let him determine your journey and let him carry you on. But put your feet on the ground and run. Glory to God. Uh, We've seen that you need to run to the battle. Second, we need to run the race set before us. And finally, let's look at something about to run with too. Let's look at the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1. It says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and I will, on my tower, and I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. Listen, verse 2. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that it may run who raise it. Mm. You're going to have to run reading your vision. Vision is what you see, what you write down. What do you want to accomplish? See it write it. Did you hear me? If you don't see it, you cannot accomplish it. The greater, One of the best assets of a runner is their eyes. If you can't see, you can run. So you see the vision. And second, write it and make it plain, particularly on your heart. Let it be enshrined on your heart and upon your soul. Embrace it with all your will and then set out to accomplish. Call them things to do, things to accomplish, that they may run. Who is it? So if you don't read something, you won't run. Or read the word of God, you will run with it. Also read what you need to accomplish. Write something down. Don't just waste your day thinking all the time. Somebody said, reading makes a broad, wide person, but writing makes an exact person. When you write, it becomes exa- you become exact rather. You become precise. You become more accurate. So write the vision. Vision for today. Vision for tomorrow. Vision for your family. Vision for your finance. Vision for your business, vision for your career, vision above all for your spiritual life. What are you going to accomplish? What about your talents? What about the poor? What about your gifts? What about your calling? Will you run? Will you finish the race well, strong, steady, and good, and faithful? Will you knock down your Goliath? And will you make heaven glad? By running your race, looking unto Jesus. Let's keep running. Let's look unto Jesus. Right now, he's smiling at you as you get up to run your race, face the battle, and run with a written vision. Thank you for listening.